Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Hello out there. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, I'll tell you, we got a jam-packed show that's in store for you all. We got a, 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 some special uh, guests that's going to be coming on shortly. Uh, and uh, our show today is, is going to be dedicated to my good friend, uh, Ray Leonard Jr. And uh, how you doing today, Ray? Oh, my goodness. Uh, good, man. I can't believe we're going to have a show. We're talking about me, <laughs> you know, uh, I always get nervous. We talk about myself. So, um, but, but looking forward to it. We have some uh, special guests on, uh, some people I know very well. So, uh, looking forward to, uh, to getting it moving. Oh man. I tell you, man, what, what you've been doing lately? Man, I've been keeping busy. I, I've been in this push up challenge. So I'm, I'm feeling a little sore trying to stay in shape. Um, you know, my kids are pushing me, coaches are pushing me. But I've been keeping healthy, man, and staying good. So, you know, spending this time with the family. So I'm having a great time. And, uh, you know, I, I can't complain at all. How man, about yourself? Man, I, I've been busy. But you, you, you mentioned push-up challenges. I saw Devin. Uh, I think he beat you today. I mean, I, I, I saw, <laughs> I saw on Facebook that, that he, was the, he was the beast mode. He was really going for it, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm losing to my 13-year-old son in push-ups. So, uh, you know. That's how it goes. But I also at some point in time, <laughs> I also saw that you were trying to get him back because you had uh, your daughter uh, on your back. You had Ryan, and you were trying to catch up with him. But uh, I think he got you today. Yeah, I, I had to try to one up him, and just show the strength, and had to uh, you know do pushups with my daughter on my back. So you know, I, I realized how old I am the next day. And so I'm nice and sore, and I feel it. So, but you know, during that time, you can't let your kids beat you. <laughs> Ray, you know, I understand how that is, man. I mean, I, my kids, I gave up a long time ago, man. I, I guess uh, that old already jumped on me, and uh, they they, <laughs> they kind of get me at, at times. You know, but I'm hanging I, I in I saw there. you doing your workout videos. I saw you doing your workout videos this week. Oh, man, I, I, I got to do something. I mean, I, I, I kind of got to keep this, uh, I call it chubby. Just weight off. I mean, so <laughs> right now I think I'm, I'm I'm doing just fine, man. But uh, if I don't get up and get some of it in every day, man, it's gonna be a challenge. You know. All right. Well, we know we got to do it. We got to keep healthy. Got to. Hey, Ray. I want to uh, introduce. Uh, uh, you spoke at one of my events uh, a couple of years ago at Fallbrook High School, and you talked about what right. defines you, but you also told. Uh, the story of how you were struggling with a certain fear or getting past the hurdles. Um, right. I tell you what, what I want to do is play a short clip of that and then let's talk about it. Something in my heart and in my okay. mind said, you know what, this is going to be my day. I'm not going to let this define me. I just need to get over this one hurdle, that'll be nine, and then I'll find some miraculous way to get past the 10 
So I ended up getting over the eighth one, and then the ninth one, and then the tenth one. I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. But I think I'm gonna be behind everybody, and I get through to the end of the, end of the line, turn around, and everybody else is still running in. So something that I thought I couldn't do changed my whole perspective on believing in yourself. My self-belief kicked in right at that eighth hurdle. I ended up beating the state champion my first race out, when I could never go all over those hurdles throughout practice. But the one thing that made a difference, once I got over those hurdles, guess where the hurdles were? Behind you. So that's a metaphor for life. Sometimes you gotta take it one hurdle at a time. Then once you gain the confidence, you get it over each one of these hurdles. They end up behind you. Now one of the things I use to help me when I'm struggling or going things is an acronym. James Cox stole my thunder, he had a life acronym. But mine is fame. Not talking about Kardashian kind of fame. But fame, it stands for focus, acknowledge, motivate, educate, and take action. Actually, that's fame, A. But it sounds better when you say fame, so I gotta go with it. So focus, has anyone ever had binoculars and try to put binoculars up to your face and look and see everything at one time? Anybody? What happens? Can you see straight? What do you gotta do? Adjust it, right? Adjust it so you can see the one thing that you're focusing on. Now in life, we gotta have our focus, we gotta have the things that we plan to do that, that's gonna make us a better person. You know, for me, to be a better father, a better businessman. Every time I watch the video, man, it just gives me goosebumps because we all struggle with certain challenges that we have and that we sometimes think that that we cannot do this or cannot do that because we have not discovered within ourselves that we're capable of doing anything that we set our mind to. However, we have to dig deep down inside and discover the path that's going to get us there. Uh, can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's it's funny, uh, though, that we bring this, this clip back up because I was talking about a time when I was in high school that I was a pretty good high hurdler. And um, I was not that tall, but I was really fast. And so uh, when I started running hurdles, my coach asked me, Could you, would you do this? I said, okay, if the team needs me, I'll do it. And I started running the hurdles in practice, and I couldn't get over all, all 10 of them. I get over the first seven or eight, seven hurdles, and then the, I couldn't get over the eighth hurdle. And you know, doing practice, my friends were laughing at me because they knew when, when the meet came that uh, I was going to fall in the eighth hurdle like I always did. <laughs> but during the meet, <laughs> during the meet, I, I, you know, my adrenaline picked up. You know, I was focused and uh, I ran you know, through all the hurdles and ended up getting to the eighth hurdle and, and got past it and beat the state champion my first time out. And uh, I looked back and I was like, you know what, it wasn't so – got past those obstacles, that hurdle. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Where did that drive uh, come from? I'm talking about when you was when you kind of had doubts. Uh, what yeah. uh, triggered you off that? Hey, I could do this. I really can do this. You know, I mean, most people would think because my my father was a world champion that it came from him, but it actually came from my mother. Uh, my mother was, you know, the strongest woman that I, that I ever knew, and, and she would always encourage me and, and always. Uh, made sure that I was on the right path. So, you know, watching her gave me that uh, that edge to believe that I could do it. Well, actually, I think we got your mother on, on the line, Ray. Uh, 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now this is how you gonna do me. Hey, one needle, you there? Now, right? I'm here. <laughs> uh, yeah, how you here. doing? Welcome this to the show. On the phone. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's such an honor to to be involved in this program. Well, it's it's an honor to have you, and it's certainly an honor to have your son as you know my partner and partner in crime and and co host in uh, this uh, it's your life and. Um, he just mentioned something that um, the strive and the drive that he got came from you. You know, can you tell us a little okay. bit about that? I mean, so the audience trying to figure Ray out a little bit. <laughs> so we got his mother on the phone oh. talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, so I, be, I better be careful then by what I say. Yeah, because yeah, she knows. I, I she knows all the secrets. Too much old stuff away. Ray was. I had Ray at a very young young age. So as being an athlete myself, a lot of people don't know, I was a cross country runner in high school and having Ray was, uh, he probably was the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, <laughs> you know, he's been a, a good young man. He was always a good listener. He was uh, always a, uh, a person who strived to get to the next level. And I knew that he was going to get there. So it wasn't much work on my part, uh, other than doing what a mother normally does, I, I tell you uh, what, hey, one need she, can, she can being, we? She being modest, JC. Let's let's hold that that thought because we got to take a commercial break. But I want to get back. I want to okay. hear a lot more about that. It's your life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with "It's Your Life." Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. This is a Jr., Hey, Ray, we left off. Uh, we were talking to Juanita, and she was telling us uh, um, uh, some of the things about you. said that uh, you was the, probably the easiest thing that she had to do, and she was talking about uh, uh, her running cross-country. Juanita, can we pick up on that and talk a little bit more about that? She, she's, she's being modest. She's being modest, James. She, she's not giving herself enough credit. <laughs> Well, thank you, sweetie. I'm gonna I'm not I'm gonna be nice. I'm not gonna tell people what I really used to call you, what your name really was when you were younger, because I, I don't want people to. Oh, please like tell, please tell. <laughs> yeah, go go ahead, go ahead. Well, please they, tell my, my audience. They, they they get to know. They get well, to know. So they, the audience get to know. Okay, well, his really his real nickname. Uh, we call him Ray Ju- Ray Ray Junior. But his real nickname that everybody in the neighborhood that grew up with us in my neighborhood, because I was such a young person when Ray uh, was born, they call him Stink. Stink? 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was his name. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. There I can't wait go. to hear the story it's behind that. Out. <laughs> well, well, it, there's a story behind it, of course. And uh, Ray Junior was a good, good young, good young boy. He, I mean, I, I couldn't have asked for a better child. But he just—he was so smelly when he went to the bathroom. <laughs> he, earned, he earned the name Stink. Oh, my goodness. So, Seriously. <laughs> I grew up with all of my friends. If, if they saw him now, they would, they would say, hey, Stink, what you doing? Oh. <laughs> and that's who he is to yeah, them. See, that, that's, but to me, that, that's to a me, thing. <laughs> to me, he's a young man that every parent would love to have. Uh, never oh, had you, a Mom. problem with Ray Jr. in school. He was always uh, on uh, athletic and doing. He was he was just a, the perfect young young child. Um, and even into high school and college, and I'm I'm still waiting for something to go wrong. <laughs> you know, most parents when they brought you raising kids, there's always an obstacle. But with Ray, there was never an obstacle. Um, he was always, and, and believe it or not, he inspired me as a child, um, going through some things that I was going through as a young young adult. He inspired me because he always kept it so cool. Um, wow, he's still like that today. I mean, one I, I that, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. You're making me blush right now. <laughs> you make me no, blush right true. now. It's, it's, but I, it's I, like the I truth. He was, like I said. He was always that young child that, and I mean, I, I could be having a bad day. And he looked at me and he go, it's, it's going to be okay, mom. So he was always that inspiring yeah. kind of young man. And, and even as a child. So I'm not surprised that he, this is what he does now. Well, you know, he inspires oh, me. Thank you. I've, I've been knowing him for quite some time and he's still the same. Um, at least uh, my understanding. Absolutely. Always calm, cool, and collected. Uh, I've never seen him blue as cold, cool. Um, and he had to keep me in order sometime <laughs> because uh, I tried to do everything, get everything perfect, and, you know, he had to keep me focused a lot. So he's still the same. So what you instilled in him is what he's still doing today. I'm talking about with, with uh, our youth, with our adults, with everything that he does. Um, I mean, he goes out and give it 110 percent. And that's just like you said, that uh, you was his strength and you you taught him, you instilled those things in him. And that's the person. I say that good material to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, no, I had good people around me, just like my, my mother. You know, uh, Dr. Pierce is coming on shortly. Um, you know, my parents, I, I mean, you had good people around you. So, you know, I think. If you point in the right direction, if you if you have that have that goal, and have that desire, uh, you know you can you you'll be all right. You had that good base, had a great base. Exactly. Now I heard Ray talk a little bit about uh, the hurdles and him running hurdles. And I don't think there was too many events. Ray played football, basketball, soccer, baseball, track. So I was always busy because I was that kind of mama that you knew I was there because I was the loudest when I was cheering. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah, it's, it's still the same to the day with the grandkids. <laughs> She's out to screaming at the, on the court. Yes, <laughs> remember, remember when you went to the pin relays and you ran hurdles? Oh, the yeah, pin the pin relays. relays. Okay. 
Well, yes, you would tell yes. them a little bit about that because that was, I think, that that point in your life where I thought, anyway, that I knew that it was more than just a physical thing. It was more of a of a spiritual thing that you knew that this is where you got over the hump. This is where you got over these hurdles. Not only in, in the sport, but in life, you were jumping these hurdles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the, the pin relays. That was one of the elite competitions, you know, in, in the country. And, you know, the best, some of the best athletes from all over the world. And, you know, for me to go from that my, my junior year to not really being able to get over the hurdles in, in the beginning to end up going to the state championship, uh, you know, winning the medal in the state championship and, and, and winning medals at the pin relays. It, it was just crazy how quickly that, you know, it felt like home because I could run and compete and I always love to compete. And like she said, it was more than just physical. It was a mental thing and spiritual thing. You know, speaking of that, I believe that everything we do, at least I believe, is we have to have a a physical perspective of this. You know, so I think it's it always physically, emotionally, uh, and spiritually, spiritually to me is the backbone and and uh, the glue to our beliefs. And you know, once we have that instilled in us, and we know that this is the way to go, I think that we can overcome anything. You know, and, and absolutely, absolutely, that's the key to it: is being able to overcome anything. And Ray, I'm I'm so proud of Ray. He has um, not only through his life been inspirational to other people and accomplished so much. Ray is an awesome daddy. He's an awesome husband, and he's an awesome son to have. And I'm not just saying that because Amen. that's my son. I'm saying that because that's reality. And you know, we don't we don't have uh, in these days and times, and we can't say that a lot because of not because we don't have great children, but the circumstances of most kids live in does not allow them to grow up to have a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, I, I was focused on being the best parent that I could be and whatever that took. But, but like I say, Ray was just the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, raising him was the easiest thing that I've ever done. I, I, you did an amazing job, Mom. I think you did an amazing job as well. But Thank you. But since we're talking spiritually, we have our next guest on the phone. Um, Ray, do you want to uh, kind of tell the audience a little bit about Dr. Pearl Pierce? Yeah, it's uh, Dr. Pearl Pierce. I, I've known, no, uh, we call him Unc. And no, no, Pearl for for so long. He 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 married my wife and I. You know, he's he's a uh, uh, he has a uh, you know two beautiful daughters and a son, and he's married to uh, to Tony Pierce. I mean, he's a fantastic uh, woman. Um, he's a graduate of Southwestern University and a master's graduate from uh, of Luther Rice College, and he has a doctorate. He got his doctorate, um, you know, in, in theology. And uh, you talk about inspiration, uh, no. Pearl has, has been like an inspiration to, to me. Um, you know, he's been a, a mentor, a, a person that I could, when I was having tough times. And it's just great to have him on. And uh, he's still, you know, been in my life uh, ever, ever since you know, he, he married my wife and I. So uh, it's good to have you on, Unc. Hey, love you, baby. How you guys doing? 
Hey, welcome to the show, Dr. Pierce. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing today? Absolutely wonderful. I mean, uh, uh, in, in the presence of your voice and uh, Juanita voice and Ray as well, uh, just, just, uh, just making my day. <laughs> so, so, so you you know I I bought this group one on the show you know with my mother and, and you Pearl uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, uh, Doctor Pierce is is a is a Marine veteran also uh, JC. Oh, well, that's uh, you know, that's you, you guys are a couple couple of veterans as well. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Pierce, oh, yeah. I was in the Navy uh, for twenty three years. Ah, so you guys were our medics and everything in the Marine Corps. Well, I I, I think it was kind of the the. <laughs> the, we was kind of like the uh, uh, the the big brother or, or the father or however you want to put it because you know the Marines are part of the Department of the Navy. I got you. I got you. I was hoping you wouldn't say that. I was hoping you wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, so, so uh, I was I was telling them about you know, how much of an uh, inspiration you are. Can can you tell us and tell the audience a little bit about you know what you're doing about your your, your ministry and, and and a little bit about your background? Well, uh, my ministry. I know everybody says that ministry is about people, but my ministry here at Kingdom Life that God has given me, it's about all people, uh, from the prostitute to the professional athlete, because God has no respect of person. So why should we? Um, uh, we have a food bank here at the church because, you know, growing up in New York City back in the 60s and 70s, I grew up in a section of Brooklyn called Bed-Stuy, and we were, we were very poor, and it was a rough area. So my thing is to make sure that we here are meeting the needs of the people, not some people, but what? All people. Um, and, and making sure that we just don't have to come to the physical building, but we being the individuals, we actually are their church so that when people outside the building see us, they should automatically see that there's something different about us, and we should have a caring and a loving heart. Wow, that's deep. Hey, Dr. Pierce, I want to hear a lot more about this, but we got to take a station break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about that loving heart. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard, Jr. and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. Build a better business today with Launch Team Consulting. Launch Team Consulting provides human resources, change management, and ethics training for businesses and organizations looking to create a culture of excellence. Launch Team Consulting is here to increase revenues, productivity, and teach you how to launch your business to new heights. With over 90 years of combined experience, the staff at Launch Team Consulting can help improve business performance and strategy. Visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com to learn how we strive to help business owners develop a solid foundation and solid building blocks of leadership so that they can flourish. Launch Team Consulting also offers executive coaching too to help business leaders achieve professional goals. Contact Launch Team Consulting at 619-940-6362. That's 619-940-6362. Or visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com. That's LaunchTeamConsulting.com. Putting you on the path to success with Launch Team Consulting.
It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is, once again, it's Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, Ray, we was uh, uh, in the middle of talking with Dr. about Dr. Pierce about uh, the loving heart. Hey, Dr. Pierce, can, can we pick up from, from there? Um, you know, James, you know, there's a, a scripture that it says to guard your heart and your mind, right? Yes, and I, I think one of the things that we have to understand, one of the basic scriptures that children are taught that adults need to carry in the front of their minds is that God is love, right? So if, if God is love, we who have any kind of relationship whatsoever, the Almighty, we should make sure that our hearts are open to help anybody. Um, you, you know, and that's one of the reasons why it's so important it's imperative to me to be able to encourage others because when you can show love, love is really just giving somebody some hope, you know, and we get, we get, when we give an individual hope, we're allowing them to understand that there's some positive expectations that can be met down the road. So love is something that's, it's, it's gotta be in the forefront of everything, man. Because if you start allowing your heart to become hardened, you can't love, you, you, you forget how to love, and you have a desire not to love, and all of a sudden walls go up, James. But we've got to have a loving heart, no matter what it may be or to whom it may be. You're absolutely exactly. When 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 you when you're speaking about love, uh, 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 here's married uh, my wife Stacy and I. And uh, if anybody know my wife, they know she a fireball, and she don't take no messages. So he's he's guided us for for a long time and make sure that 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 love was first and foremost. But uh, you know, our our whole uh, process and and you know getting married was was kind of a a, a whole crazy thing. Um, you know, when we got married, it was it was uh, you know, special, and and I thank you so much, uh, you know, Pearl, for 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 being there and 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 uh, yeah. and. and Blessing this union that my wife and I have. Wow. Yes. I got a, a question, Doc. Um, sure. Currently, you know, we all are going through major crises. I'm talking about the world. And, right, a, right. A, lot, and a lot of people lose faith uh, in Almighty because they, they think that, in my opinion, that they think that he has forgotten them. How do we maintain faith in these types of times and these type of crisis? Well, you, you know, James, you know, when a person wants to get stronger in the weight room, they continually have to work out on the weights, don't they? Yes, sir. Uh, I think we're in a, we're at a point in time where we have to be as believers or whomever, you have to be persistent in your faith. See, if you're not persistent in your faith, when hard times come, what are you going to do? You're going to fold. But see, I always tell people this here. First of all, faith is believing in something that I can't see, nor can I touch. But I know that the eventual outcome is going to be something awesome. But I just believe, James, one of the things people have to do is constantly just be persistent in their faith. And not just put a time limit on God saying, well, if it's not done by this specific time, I'm giving up. That's not the way faith works. Faith says, listen, I'm going to be a marathon runner, not a sprinter. Because if you have sprint-type faith, you're going to always give up. But my prayer is for people to have that marathon-type faith, where no matter what the situation is, they're going to say, you know what? I'm going to endure this race as a good soldier, and I have to go through some hardship every now and then. So I believe, James, the biggest thing is just being persistent in one's faith. 
and, that, and it, like Allen Iverson would talk about years ago about practice, well, you got to practice this faith thing because faith is something that just doesn't come overnight. You have to constantly work on it, like anything. Again, if you're going to pump iron, you got to work in that weight room. If you're going to even whatever sport, football or whatever, you've got to practice and you've got to work on it and you've got to be persistent. Wow, that's deep. And yeah. I, I, I love that, that analogy. And, and, we, and we talked about it earlier. We were talking about, uh, about overcoming hurdles. And, uh, you know, the story of me running track and I couldn't get over the hurdles, but then eventually I stuck with it and I was persistent with it and they was able to, 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 to accomplish it. Um, but a, a lot of people, you know, you know, give up, you know, kind of kind of early uh, and they say, why me? Can you talk about you know, when, when you hear the thing about why me? Why do some people have to or why do we all have to go through trials and tribulations? Well, well think about this here. When you're in school, in order for the teacher to know that you're getting the lesson or, or you understand the material she's taught you, she gives you a test or he gives you a test, don't they? Yes. It's the same mm. thing with us as yeah. spiritual beings. We've got to be tested so that we can actually see how far or how great our faith really is. And my biggest thing to many folks is this. If you're a believer, if Jesus Christ had to go through what he had to go through, what exempts us from going through anything? And how will you ever grow mm. if you don't go through anything? And the funny thing that I tell many folks, especially when I go to the prisons, I want to always remind folks this. There's a, there's a, there's a, a, a scripture that I love. He said that he would never leave us nor forsake us, right? So if he says that and I believe what I believe in him because I'm walking by faith, I know he's right there with me. And as I go through what I go through, it's really not me going through it by myself. It's actually him carrying me through. Because if I had to go through it mm. by myself in the physical realm, I'd give up. Right. That. Wow. Uh, uh, that's powerful. <laughs> I mean, very powerful. Um, uh, in saying that, um, I kind of get this, but the drive, the constant drive, you know, to encourage others uh, to believe and regardless of what type of situation or circumstances uh, that comes up, how do you uh, constantly encourage them to, hey, uh, it's sometimes it doesn't happen in your time, but it happens in God's time. What well, they will understand uh, mm. what that means. James, the, the one thing that I do, I believe in personal testimonies. You know, I have to tell people what I had to go through as a kid growing up in Bed-Stuy. I, I have to tell people what it was like for me to battle cancer, to, to lose the ability to walk and become myopathic. I have to even tell people about me going to, to, to prison. So, and when you begin to tell people about your own personal testimonies and they see what God has done for you, it gives them this thing called hope that guess what? If they went through that, I know I can get through this. James, when I was working on my, under, uh, my undergrad, I got in a little trouble. And, uh, you know, but I had the GPA to get, you know, readmitted, readmitted back into the institution. But I had a professor uh, and he told me these famous words. He said that you're not college material. I was like, hmm. Mm. Well, to make a long story short, I graduated from that institution. I received my master's uh, degree. And then this past June 1st, I went on and received my doctorate from Carolina College of Theology. My thing is to let people know, don't let your now poison your future. Doesn't matter what things look like now. You just know for sure 
that the cake is in the oven and it's going to be a good smelling and a good tasting cake down the road. Wow. You know, and uh, all, all of these things are great and very powerful. And one thing that I think um, people need to know is that we are all born with what we call birthrights. And yeah. we, we all have the same birthrights. And the birthrights, as I see it, is confidence, courage, hope, belief, most importantly, faith. And, you know, each and every last one of us, I believe that we, we, we have those things, but we have this different birthright that separates uh, each individual. There's no two people alike. Uh, and it's, it's kind of like a fingerprint. And uh, listening to you, uh, I have never been able to put my finger on it, but we, we have this <clears throat> that makes us different than everybody else. And with the same birthrights, and we find out, uh, just like you said, don't let uh, now a pause in your future. We find out what that, that special thing that make us different, regardless of what path that we have taken. Uh, we dig deep inside, and we recover. We get on the right path, and we go out and do great things, like what you were just telling yeah. that, that you have done. See, I uh, I got I got those birthrights yeah. from my mama, JC. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, you still I, I on the phone? What? I, I'm still what? here. I was just I was just waiting for you guys to uh, for my pastor and 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 Dr. Pierce is my pastor. And happy belated birthday to you, Dr. Pierce. <laughs> thank you. Thank and you. I, I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna tell a story about Dr. Pierce. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Yeah, yeah, you hear him laughing. So Dr. Pierce and I was under the same ministry, and when I first joined the ministry, Dr. Pierce was not there. His mother had passed away, and when he came back uh, to the ministry, we just had an automatic connection, and uh, he was a junior deacon at the time, and every Sunday we'd come to church, I'd say, uh, good morning, pastor, and he would say, but uh, I'm not a pastor. And I would tell him, but you my pastor, because I felt that material in him. I felt that his spirit was, was resonating all through me to tell me that that's where he was headed. So there was not a day that a Sunday that we had service or a time we had service that I wouldn't walk in and say, good morning, pastor. <laughs> Am I right, Dr. Pierce? That's, that's absolutely correct. And I would look at Sister Sister Nita and go like, Sister, I am not your pastor. And I'd be darned if she wasn't persistent in saying that. And eventually, it came to pass. You know? And, hey, I, uh, I tell you, hey, hey, let's let's hold that. We got to take a quick break. We want to come back. We're going to pick this up. It's your life with James Coley. And Ray Leonard Jr. More motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. It's Your Life is Back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Well, Ray, we we, we, we left off because we had to take a commercial break, but um, Dr. Pierce. Uh, I, I told you, we could, we could probably do this do this <laughs> show for, for, for two days. <laughs> hey, I want to pick up on... Uh, uh, this is my pastor. Juanita, you were saying that, and, and, and Dr. Pierce, you were kind of explaining that right before the break. Can we pick pick up from that? Yes, like I was saying, Sister Juanita would call, you know, constantly tell me that, you know, I was her pastor, and I would go, no, 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 I'm not your pastor. I'm not even a pastor. And to make a long story short, what even happened was it was Sister Juanita who spoke to someone and said, the very person you should be ordaining, you're not ordaining. And, and and she was, God used her to put me in a position to be ordained, and I wound up scoring the highest of all the people that were being ordained. Um, so that's why whenever I see her, all I can do is smile. And, um, I mean, she was, she is, she was and is an integral part of my life. Um, she's always been an encourager to me. And I think we all need to be what? Encouraged. You know, I may do it to a lot of other people, but those who even do it need to have it themselves. But James, there was something you said about being different. There's an old saying that I have, and it's simply this. God created us different to make a difference. Oh. He created us all different to make a difference. And that is and, and true. Pastor Pierce, Pastor Pierce has always been an inspiration to me, and Many years uh, gone by, he's inspired me, and he's been there for my son. He's inspired him. He's been an inspiration to so many people. And the the, the word says that uh, many are called, but few are chosen. And I knew when I first met Pastor Pierce that he was a chosen one. He was chosen for this ministry, for this day, for this time. And that's why I, I, I had the respect for him in the beginning. To call him pastor because that's the, he's the material that real pastors are made of. Thank you, sister. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, fantastic. And just just speak, speaking of that, speaking of uh, you know having having patience and and, and being uh, knowing you're calling. Um, you know, it's funny, JC. You you might you don't know about my, my whole wedding story, and you know when my wife and I got <laughs> married. Uh, you know, Pastor Pierce was there. Of course, my mom was there. 
<laughs> and you know, as, as rosy as we like the paint time, it, it was a definitely interesting situation going on <laughs> at that wedding. Um, but uh, no, Pastor Pierce pulled us through. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Pearl, can you, can you tell us a little bit about about how you mentor to to my wife and I? Well, you know, the, the first thing is, I know the first thing when people are on that wedding day, the first thing they do is that they're looking at each other, and they think it's about them. And I have to remind people such as as Lisi and and yourself that listen, this is not about you all. This is about God. You all have made a covenant. Now, that's between you and and Big Papa, as I call him. And you've got to understand the other thing is you've got to know your roles. And if a, if a wife knows her roles and a husband knows his role, yes, we know that there's always going to be those hiccups. But at least because they know their roles, they'll be willing to, to get back in, in the proper position. And you and Nisi, even when you, had a hic- you guys have had hiccups, you guys have um, always gotten back. It may have taken a minute sometimes but you always got back in your proper places. <laughs> and, and, and the one thing that I loved about you, you babies is that you all didn't mind hearing the truth. Uh, a lot of folks don't want to hear the truth. And, and, and what I do right. and as, as to you and Nisi is that I don't just tell you the truth. When I tell you, I show you what the word of God says about it. So it's not my opinion because I never want anybody to stand on my opinion. I want them to see the word for themselves because then it's no longer against me. It's you all against God. And that's the bad, as, as one of the deacons used to say, and that's a bad thing. But, you, you know, I, I am so, the only thing that broke my heart was when you guys moved way out to the California. Um, yeah. Mine too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. But you, and, and the funny thing is when you, when you talk about, you know, marriage and, and, and relationships, you know, I, I never thought, me and my wife had been together almost over 22, 23 years now. And the first thing you worry about is, is, is my mama going to like her when <laughs> I get married. And I know, my, I know my wife is strong, just like my mother. So, Ma, uh, uh, can, can you tell about you know, your, your relationship with, with Stacy a little bit? All I can say is, you know, when you, get, when, you're, when you have boys and they get married, the first thing you think, oh, Lord, I got to deal with the daughter-in-law. But I didn't want to truly say from the first day I met Stacy and up till today, she is the best daughter-in-law in the world. And I tell people all the time, I'm so blessed. Wow. So blessed because Stacy and I have not had one day in the last 23 years that we have been in any disagreement, any kind of uh, ill feelings. We, we have just, when we get together, it's just like, we're girlfriends, we're, we're mother-daughter. She's the best daughter-in-law that any person can ask for. The, the, just the best. Yes, yes. That's because y'all a lot alike. <laughs> y'all both got the, y'all quiet, and then, but then y'all got some fire when it needs to be. <laughs> don't, don't get you twisted. That could, that could be so. Believe me. But I, I'm so, I, like I say, I'm so blessed to have uh, uh, my my daughter-in-law, uh, she's the only one I have right now, and I I I am just so blessed. Like I'm blessed to have Doctor Pierce and my my first lady. Uh, we call a doll baby, uh, a baby doll. That's what Pastor Pierce calls her, <laughs> baby doll. And but that we, to to me, these two people, a uh, Doctor Pierce and uh, and Sister Pierce, my son and my my daughter-in-law. 
over the years, as you get older, you start thinking on things that, that, that used to be and, and the ways that things used to be. And I can look back and say that I've been truly blessed to have people like them in my life. Wow. That Thank is, you so much. That is, that's deep. That's, that's a, a extremely high compliment, but, but it's well-deserving. Because uh, uh, Stacy is, is she's a sweet girl. I mean, Ray, you are a lucky, <laughs> you a lucky man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I hear that all the time. But you know, you know what, Pearl? What I, I mean, and and, and uh, James, what I always say is, when you know better, you do better, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And he's given, and she's given me four, four really, really beautiful grandkids. Three, three beautiful grandkids. I have four from my son, but Stacey's given me three beautiful grandkids, and I'm so grateful for all of them. I am so glad and lucky to be grandma. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, beautiful family. Dr. Pierce, uh, I I got a question out there. I mean, um, a a lot of folks, uh, like we had talked about earlier, uh, they are experiencing things uh, mentally because of, a lot of things that that's going on uh, in society. Uh, so, uh, how does protecting your mental health increase your joy in life? It, it, you know, James, it, it means a lot, James, because you you think about this. There's a scripture that says, "For God has not given me a spirit of fear, right, but of power, love, and a sound mind, right." Right. So, if my mind is not healthy. Uh, what happens next, I begin to do a couple of things that we shouldn't be doing. The first one is we begin to doubt. You know, one of the questions earlier was about, you know, how things are happening right now, and people begin to do what? They begin to doubt. And the next thing that begins to happen, James, is they begin to do what? They begin to worry. So, and, and you and I both know, when we begin to worry, that means that we're saying, God, I don't think you can fix this thing. And God says, hold up. I'm the creator of the heavens and the earth. I'm a sovereign God. There's nothing that I cannot do. So that's why we have to make sure that our mental state or our mental health is right. Because if our mind is all messed up, do you realize the last thing you start thinking about sometimes is the one that has all power? You start thinking more about the situation than the one that can resolve the situation. So I I think that uh, you just hit that on the nose and a lot of people out there needed to hear that. And, uh, uh, thanks so much uh, uh, for sharing that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you know, JC. I mean, I mean, people are are nervous and, and um, you know at, at this time. But it's it's good that you know, uh, Doctor Pierce will remind you of, of there's somebody in control that you don't have to yeah. worry. You don't have to live with that 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 fear in your heart because you know it's going to be all right and. You know, it's it's comforting in me, and I think that's part of you know why we're inspirational and motivational people because we believe in a higher power, power. Um, we're spiritual people, and, and that we know that you know this thing too shall pass, and that we have the opportunity to be better every single day. And you know, if we just keep that one foot in front of the other and walk in front of in the steps yeah. uh, that were led before us, we we got the opportunity to to get to where we need to be. And you know what? Uh, wow. This has been an absolute wonderful show. I want to thank uh, Dr. Pierce, and I want to thank Juanita. Thank you. I also want to thank my, my, my great thank friend. Thank you, guys. You know, I, I, thank you, sir. 
It's your life. You, uh, we'll see everybody back, back next week. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Have and, a good one. And we will see you next week. Same time, same place. Join James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. 